This is the Gum Guru with Dr. Making Singletary from North Raleigh Periodontics. This is a show about keeping your teeth and gums healthy and how a healthy smile affects your overall health. Today's episode is called, Have You Dreamed of Losing Your Teeth? Don't make it a reality. Real reasons you might need to see a periodontist. Welcome to the Gum Guru Podcast with Dr. Making Singletary from North Raleigh Periodontics. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Jason Kong. And as you just heard, we're talking about have you dreamed of losing your teeth? And, you know, there's there's so many popular recurring dreams. And I do think the ones about losing your teeth are up there with maybe falling. And But sometimes there's meaning behind the dreams that we have. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. I have that dream sometimes and there's a reason for it. But I also have a dream that I got this term paper I got to write, and and it's the last day, and all my friends, you know, have you done yet? And then they say, no, we haven't done. They've written it and already turned it in. But yeah, there is something to um, you know, dreaming that you're gnashing your teeth out of your head, or your, um, you know, that there's your teeth are falling out, and lots of times it has to do with something that's going on intraorally or in your mouth. Yeah, and that's something that we don't want to wait on. So if this is something that we're experiencing or something that we're worried about, what should we do? You don't need to be referred to a periodontist to come and see me. As a periodontist, I'm a specialist in the gum and bone, the way the teeth fit together. And the things that I look at, obviously, if you're dreaming about that, it could be your bites off a little bit. There could be there's some inflammation going on. It's multifactorial. It could be stress. You could be sleep apnea. It could be snoring. And clenching is a one aspect of bringing the jaw forward. So it's multifactorial. And those are the things that I'll look at and interpret when you come in. It's not just a simple, oh, you need a filling. And, you know, although I will diagnose that, it's a lot that goes into this exam. We look at your medical history. We look at the x-rays, and then I do my oral exam, the way the teeth fit together. I look, is there decay? Is there a bite discrepancy? I look how the uh, teeth fit. Is there a high restoration? Is there a missing tooth? And obviously, because I'm a paradise, how is the foundation? Is there bleeding? You know, um, the probing depths between the tooth and the gum. And, and we'll evaluate that and then come up with a game plan for the patient. And that's, I think, what most people need is that kind of comprehensive game plan. I do want to take a step back and and talk about the, the dream angle again, because I do think that, you know, sometimes our subconscious has a way of just screaming things out to us when I think sometimes if we're experiencing pain or maybe an infection that maybe we try and say, well, we'll wait it out a little bit, see, you know, and maybe the pain does go away. But that doesn't mean that there's not an issue there. Exactly. It can be insidious, as small as just a bleeding or the before you went to bed and you're brushing your teeth and you notice there's bleeding on your toothbrush or flossing and it may not hurt but if you're dwelling on it you know obviously there's something could be going awry I like that word awry it sort of rolls <laughs> off your tongue but it could be something that's intraoral going on and to have that evaluate if you wait even though it may not hurt when you chew you have bacteria showers in the bloodstream takes a minute to go from your mouth to your toes and we've got great technology today that we can evaluate things you know we do a a bacteria analysis a microscopic analysis we actually do that complementary you know if we need to go further we do a dna analysis so there's a lot of technology that we have available to us that allows us to interpret or see what's going on that you may not be aware of, but 
obviously there are things that can that I can see that you may not understand. It could be you have sleep apnea and the anatomical configuration, large tongue, and uh, the back of the throat. So those things that um, we'll interpret for you. But yeah, they can subconsciously you may be honing in on it, not being aware of it, but you may be dreaming about it. Yeah, and you have, as you mentioned, a lot of tools available at your disposal to help figure out what may be going on with us. So let's say we're concerned or maybe we've even had a referral from a dentist and we need to get something narrowed down. Uh, You've kind of outlined, again, the tools that you have at your disposal, but how long of a process are we talking about? Is it just one afternoon seeing you and we're good to go or is it number of visits? How how does this process typically work? Yeah, well, when you come in, I'm seeing a snapshot of you. What the movie picture is going to look like really just depends on my exam. I will do a, a radiographic examination. You get the x-rays that are appropriate. I look at the medical history, and then I do my oral exam. I measure the space between the tooth and the gum. We have the Florida Probe, which is a voice-activated system, so it's sort of cool technology. I call it augmented intelligence. The IT people say it's artificial I'm, you know, my brain's hooked to the microphone. Yeah, you know, I don't know about that, but if that's artificial, we're in trouble. But, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, but I get a sense of it's in in, in depth. You know, the appointment takes about an hour, um, but once I get a feel of what's going on, you know, I hone in on the most important uh, what the patient seems to be honing in on. You know, there may be other things going on. But I'll hone in on the one that they say, oh, I, this, this is bugging me. It could be recession. It could be a cracked tooth. It could be I do notice bleeding. But um, it's an in-depth exam. It's not just a simple, oh, you have decay, although we'll look for that and then and, and do a stepwise treatment plan. We'll pick out the most important thing that needs to, needs to be done first, and then we'll just work our way into trying to stabilize it. But the most important thing is, is there infection? Is there information? And then handling that, because when you chew, you're going to have these bacteria showers in the bloodstream, and it's insidious, and it can affect other parts of the body. So we'll interpret that. We'll get a game plan, and we'll do one step at a time. I always tell patients, I want you to feel good about them. I want you to function okay, and I don't want one tooth hurting another tooth. Quality of life, it's it's so key. And I do think that for whatever reason, just as humans, we're, we're stubborn a lot of times when it comes to our health and when it comes to our oral health. And we may want to think, oh, well, we can tough this out and tolerate the pain. But usually there's there's a breaking point, but it would be in everyone's best interest if we didn't wait to get to that breaking point. Do you have any advice for folks who experience that or maybe they have a loved one who's uh, resisting getting an exam? Yeah, you know, we all sort of, everything's sort of superficial. You know, we see what's before us. What we don't understand is, you know, what's going on with the rest of the body. You know, and the mouth is sort of the gateway to the rest of the body. And if 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 there's something going awry, if you got a bad taste, if it bleeds when you brush, or it hurts to bite, there's something going on, and you shouldn't tough it out. Sometimes it's a matter of a, a phone call and say, hey, this is bugging me. With COVID, a lot of people stayed out, and I saw a lot of damage because of that. People who had an infection that got sepsis, and not good. And so some people who have an immune system that they can handle it, some people don't. So it's a, it's a simple, that first appointment, really, 
You know, it's just, okay, what's going on? And what can we do to, to start the work? You don't have to do the whole thing right off the bat. The most important thing is to understand what is going on right there. Why did I dream I'm gnashing my teeth out of my head? Is there a cracked tooth? Is there a tooth that's just all it needs is a little adjustment and you're done? You know? So those kind of things are red flags. Falling asleep in the afternoon when you you, know, you thought you had a good night's sleep. You know, do you have sleep apnea? Those, all those things I look at. I'm blending the medical history too, medication that you take. How does that affect how you fight infection? How does that affect your acuteness, ability to, uh, to, to mount an immune response if you're on anti-inflammatories or if you're on autoimmune drugs? You may be taking something for rheumatoid arthritis that slows down your immune response and the bacteria in your mouth are just going nuts. We can do a DNA analysis and say, okay, this is what you got going and, and, and treat that. You know, it's very innocuous and not, not very expensive to do and you can at least have an idea of handle what's going on. Now, I used to say ignorance is bliss. Not really. Right. <laughs> That's a really good point. And for those who have these dreams or who have experienced this, there's no harm and going in for a visit. Best case scenario is you say, oh, it was just a, it was just yep. nothing. You know, yep. you're good to go. Clean bill of health. Yep. And I do get second opinions or people that come in and said, you know, I've, I've heard about what you do. I've looked at your web page and I'm coming in. And, what's going on? And sometimes it's, oh, you're, you're great. You know, just get your teeth clean twice a year and you're good to go. And it gives them comfort to knowing that, okay. And I do point out, try to, habit changes because 99% of my patients, I ask them, how many times a day do you brush your teeth? And I've been doing this a long time. And they say once or twice. And I'm going, I'm shaking my head. You got to do it more than that. I mean, just the habit changes and trying to reinforce that helps them not just oral health, but overall systemic health. It's simple. It really is. And and I'm I'm adenophobic from way back. I'm a coward. You know, you know, I don't like going to dentist either. I sweat bullets if I have to have a filling done. Thankfully, I don't have many you know, over the years. I grew up in fluoridated border there had fluoride in it. So, and my teeth are sort of hard. But um, but it you know I'm gentle. My motto is I'm gentle and painless. Then be sometimes I got to get you numb a little bit. But once you're numb, you're, you're good. But, you know, the first appointment is a very, you come in, I talk, I assess your needs. You know, what is going on? You know, can you show me what's, what you think is up? Or tell me about what's going on and why are you here? And once and again, you don't have to be referred. If somebody, if you've you got the bleeding, if you're waking up and you got, you feel like you've been clenching all night long, that's, that's a the many factors for to go into why you clench or why you may be dreaming that. Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, it's not something that you should ignore. And again, there's there's really no downside to getting uh, evaluated and checked out. In terms of getting checked out and making sure that you're okay, it's it's really important to take those steps and make sure that you're driving the you've got your hands on the wheel when it comes to your own health and making sure that uh, you're not putting something off so i do like the idea though of making sure that we're on the front end taking care of our health because as you mentioned you know you ask your patients how many times a day do you brush your teeth and they say one or two well if you say you should brush your teeth four times a day i I think the natural reaction is like oh my gosh four times a day you know it's not like when we brush our teeth we're out of breath or we need to go sit right. down after that. It's, it's a really simple routine, but for whatever reason, I, I think just because we're so acclimated to that once or twice a day, it's, 
to ask any more than that seems like a, a huge response or a huge ask. But when you look at what it can save you from on the back end, mm-hmm. uh, sign me up. Right. I mean, and sometimes I'm a visual person. And so when somebody comes in and we take a bacterial sample on a new patient during a new patient exam and put it up in, uh, on the screen. And once you see what plaque looks like, you're going to you'll probably carry a toothbrush around your shirt pocket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just every time you get, you're going to brush it because it's insidious. I mean, it doesn't hurt, but it's very active looking. And some people, they may not have the inflammation. They may not react into the bacteria. You, 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 the two things you inherit, you inherit your immune system and you inherit the makeup of the saliva, but you don't inherit the bacteria, the plaque. And so once we look at it, it does make a difference. Most of my patients, oh, I didn't realize that was there, you know. And and, and I do see an improvement. Just You'd be surprised. Brushing four times a day, even but one time well with your floss, you know, with the other technology that we have in the office and that we can implement, I mean, we can get people on the right road really painlessly, particularly if you catch it early enough. Every show we like to end with an action step, some homework that we can all do to help improve ourselves and uh, you know make sure that we're on the right track what is our action step for today's episode first of all it'd be okay recognize the fact that maybe a i'm not brushing enough b when's the last time i had my teeth clean uh and but being evaluated in a, a way that you know, am, do i have periodontal disease do i have decay do i have you know what's going on if you catch it early on you're better off even if you don't haven't been to the dentist in a long time and you think you got a lot of things going on, at least get it evaluated and you can start off one step at a time, one bite at a time. You don't have to do it all at one time. Uh, we've got some great technology. We've got great ways of treating periodontal th- disease now and, and helping people out understanding how to take care of the teeth that have decay, what's the first step, what should we do, and prioritize it. It's simple. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's just a matter of making a phone call. Call your dentist. Call us. Again, you don't have to be referred. But to get knowledge about what's going on, first of all, and to not be shocked by it. That's great advice, and that's something that we can all do. We can at least just take the first step and have a game plan. You know, it's so hard to fight something without knowing what you're up against. So knowing at, at least the track that you're on and maybe, as you said, the treatment plan is uh, is more manageable than you may fear, but you're not going to know that yourself. You're going to have to go see a professional and, and get the exactly. evaluation. So uh, that's that's our homework. That's our action step for this episode. And we hope that you will join us again next time. We're out of time, but be sure to join us for our next episode of the Gum Guru Podcast with Dr. Macon Singletary. If you want to know more about the ways to make sure your smile is healthy and more information on whether you need to schedule an appointment with Dr. Singletary, check out our website at NorthRaleighPerio.com. If you have other questions you'd like to have answered on the Gum Guru podcast, send them to contact at NorthRaleighPerio.com.